Hello, welcome. You're listening to Feed, Play, Love, a bite-sized parenting podcast, a place you can find advice, understanding and support as you care for your small humans. I'm Siobhan Hunt. Spring has sprung and you might be feeling it. Perhaps some watery eyes, maybe multiple sneezes, but spring doesn't just cause hay fever to flare up. It can also have an impact on those who have eczema. Cheryl Talent is the president of the Eczema Association of Australasia. She says it can be very hard for kids at this time of year. Hi, Cheryl. How are you? Hello. How are you today? Thanks so much for inviting me on. That's a pleasure. What is it about spring that causes eczema to flare up? Well, there's a couple of things going on when we get to spring. For a start, um, seasonal pollen in the air can cause a big problem and also the warmer weather. Unfortunately, um, for people with eczema who are always a bit hot anyway, it can actually make them warmer and that can lead to more scratching. Oh dear, it doesn't sound like fun. What can a flare-up look like in children? It's really hard with children because they get very itchy and yelling at a child to stop scratching, you might as well say stop breathing. So what we have to do is change the behaviour. We have to get on top of that skin by using products that reduce the itch and that might include going to your GP and getting a topical steroid cream uh, because we don't want them to scratch constantly because of doing that they can run the risk of getting a secondary infection. When it's bad, is that quite obvious for parents because their their child's going to be really uncomfortable? At what point is it probably the right time to take them to the GP? Definitely if they can't control their scratching and if the skin starts to get really red and angry looking and sometimes the skin gets broken, it's time to trot along to the GP and get some extra help. But there's a lot of things you can do at home to really help um, that process for those children and make them a lot more comfortable and not so itchy. If we can stop them from scratching, the skin won't flare. So what are those preventative measures we can use with kids? So the types of things you can do are moisturise them before they go out into the environment, cover them with loose, long-sleeved, cool clothing so that the allergens aren't actually landing on their skin and causing a reaction. And when when you've had children out and about, give them a little rinse off when you get home, reapply their moisturiser and make their skin much more comfortable. And even things like if they're running really hot, if they feel really hot, the children, or their skin feels really hot, pop their moisturiser in the fridge and it's very numbing and cooling on those hot, itchy areas. And is it ever appropriate to pop them in a bath with cool water? Is that how you can treat eczema at all? Absolutely. You know, uh, there are treatments such as bleach baths for children that get infections. But as a good rule of thumb, whenever they've been out and about in the environment, it's a really great idea to give them a little rinse off or pop them in the bath when they get home with some appropriate um, product that's not going to irritate them, such as soap-free or hypoallergenic, and then pat them dry when they hop out, reapply their moisturiser, possibly their topical steroid, and you'll find they'll be a lot more comfortable and they're not sitting around and scratching themselves to bits. Um, What are 
other triggers that can make eczema worse? I mean, spring is one. Are there any other things that can make it flare up? We often find a lot of children flare up in the winter because of the really dry, cold air. It's um, the lack of moisture in the air that really dries out the skin. And we, we find at different times of the year you need to change your products, maybe use something thicker like an ointment in the winter, but then change down to a cream for spring and even a lotion for summer. The key is to find products that work for you. Is there anywhere that parents can go to get a suggestion of good products or is it something just to talk through with your GP? Look, on our website, we have a lot of corporate supporters that make some wonderful products. Child's Farm's one of them. Their product is great for children because it's hypoallergenic and it was developed especially for children with eczema, you know, as a good um, product to use every day. And there's a lot of products like that. The, the trick is finding what suits your skin. There's lots of products that suit lots of people, but there's no one product that suits every single sufferer. So trying different products is really the key to finding what suits you. So go to our website and you'll get a lot of tips on what products we would say are the best to try. We know that lots of kids can get eczema. Is there an age that where it's more likely to start happening or does it start from when they're babies? Do we know if there's a particular age bracket that it impacts more? The highest percentage of eczema sufferers are babies. Mm. So we know that um, often babies lose that inbuilt protection they're born with from their mums. Their own immune system starts kicking in and that's where if they have that Usually, if they have that genetic background, that's when their eczema will really flare. And it seems to coincide with a lot of babies when they start teething. And then miraculously, for many babies, it will resolve around that two to three years of age when coincidentally their two-year-old teeth come in, their big molars, and their immune system seems to catch up. We know that for a lot of babies with eczema, their immune system is a little bit immature um, and it goes hand in hand with that allergy background. For those children where it doesn't go away, um, does it have an impact on their life apart from being really uncomfortable? It has an enormous impact on not only their lives but their families' lives. Having a child with eczema involves a lot of work, a lot of appointments, lots and lots of products and treatments from the chemist and there are days where you feel as though you just can't do anything right you're doing everything that you've been advised but nothing's working and for the poor kids themselves they have trouble sleeping then if they can't sleep they can't concentrate at school the school environment can be very difficult for children with chronic eczema so it really takes over the whole family's life and you often find the other kids who may not be eczema sufferers feel as though they're missing out because the child with eczema gets all the attention. So we're now looking at a lot more, you know, extra things for eczema sufferers that were never considered in the old days that we know shed a big light on their treatment now. What kinds of things are you looking at? Well, we're looking at more treatments and we're looking at things like for these children and their parents they need a bit of assistance emotionally and often their mental health suffers because 
I just spoke to a lady earlier today and she said to me, I'm doing everything with my baby but nothing seems to work and they always feel responsible and like it's their fault. Mm. So I tend to say to parents, if your child hasn't had an infection and been hospitalised, you are doing a great job. We sometimes just need to tweak a few things, change a few things around to get better results. We know that if you get onto the right products and treatments, you can get great results. It's just finding what works for you. It's a very individual thing, eczema. Well, Cheryl, thank you so much for speaking with us today. Thank you very much for having me. And tell everybody if they need some more help to give us a call. Our number is 1300 300 182. Brilliant. And we'll also pop a link in the notes of this episode to your website. That's Cheryl Talent, President of the Eczema Association of Australasia. Feed, Play, Love is a babyology podcast produced and presented by me, Siobhan Hunt. I'd love to hear from you. So if you'd like to get in touch, email me at feedplaylove at theparentbrand.com.au. See you next time.